This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Uh, for stoners and uh, fat people like, uh, Hostess is selling a new Twinkie Ding Dong mashup. Oh. The inside is like a Twinkie and the outside is covered in Ding Dong fudge. They've already been spotted at Walmart. I don't, uh, okay. What's it called? The Ding Dong Dingaling? What is it? Um, I don't know what they're calling it. Let's see. It's, a, it's just this. It's a, Let me put on my spectacles. Let me make a fancy name. So it's chocolate-covered Twinkies. Ding Dong plus Twinkie Yeah, Ding Dong. Tw- That's all I, it's called. I do like the Ding Dong. I heard that. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no! Totally made that story up, so I would say oh that. Oh my god! Nothing Why is my wiener so small? <laughs> Freaking! I knew I was going. I shouldn't have come to work today. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, well, fantastic. I, sh- I should have said when it comes to a baked product, I uh, prefer the ding dong. I just said it again. <laughs> so really weird. People are going to get the wrong impression. Mm. Uh, no, do you uh, like ding dongs? I don't know that I've ever actually had a really? ding dong. Yeah. Do you do you know what's in a ding dong? No. Okay, so let me show you. Uh, let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Come over here. Come over here. Let me show you the ding dong. Show you what's in a ding dong. <laughs> it's really simple. It's got it's got cream filling, oh, no. mm, just like they taught you in sex ed. Oh no! So it's the round chocolatey cake with the uh, creamy filling. Uh, yeah. It. So it's uh, ding dongs are are great, and I feel like ding dong was uh, kind of an underappreciated product from Hostess. <laughs> yeah, because because the stupid Twinkie always got all the accolades. Well, and. So the clo- I like the Swiss cake rolls, but that's Little Debbie. They had the Ho-Hos. Yep, Ho-Hos were good. Right. That was the, the Ho-Ho was, did Hostess do the Ho-Ho? Hostess did the Ho-Ho. Because they had the Ding Dong, the Ho-Ho, and yeah, uh, yeah okay, chocolate cake. Yeah, It was good. Uh, it was always uh, soft and, and a delicate snack. <laughs> oh, None of this sounds good. <laughs> ah. Okay. A uh, member of the Detroit Police Board of Commissioners, Brian Ferguson, he's resigned because he got caught with a prostitute. Oh, I think I saw this. Yeah. Um, and and it wasn't just hanging out. They weren't just having some ding-dongs together. No good. Oh, wait. Maybe they well, were. Well. The ho-ho and the ding-dong. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Ferguson says it's all a big misunderstanding. No, no it ain't. No, it ain't. <laughs> PC too. Uh-huh. So here is Detroit Police Captain Jason Bates talking about uh, what the officers saw as they busted uh, this Brian Ferguson fella. From my information, when they came upon his vehicle, he was having a sex act conducted on him. At that time, Mr. Brian Ferguson stepped out, identified himself as a Detroit Police Commissioner. Obviously, it was blatant. It's you know. Seven o'clock in the morning, it, you know, it's light out. A title or a position uh, doesn't make him above the law. Yeah, they Creepy. wrote it. They wrote him a ticket. Yeah, because they saw him. Yes. Yeah, and what did he say? He was he. That's a misunderstanding. Yeah, it's a misunderstanding. <laughs> Every time my penis is hanging out of my pants, 
It's a giant misunderstanding. It's been an honor and a privilege to serve the residents of Detroit I'm and police ser- oversight. I'm serving my constituents by spreading my seed mm. on every street corner in Detroit. After further consideration of the best interests of my family and the board, I'm choosing to resign <laughs> as district oh, police resign. commissioner, effective oh. immediately. Oh. Spat in the car with a sex worker by undercover narcotics agents um, discovered by the agents. He said he was on the board and asked him um, if they could help him out. Well, that's never good. Oh, to I'll the, take to care the, of this right here in Brainerd. Oh, exactly. To the cops that were yeah. writing the ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You help me on that. Lord. It's a big misunderstanding. I always picture Jimmy Swagger. Oh, well, that's, yeah. I have sinned. Mm-hmm. And people bought it hook, line, and sinker. Um, Bates said the incident was a big misunderstanding, and he has nothing to hide. Claimed the sex worker hopped into his truck and just pulled right up on me. This is rough. This is rough to tell because now I'm going to have to have this conversation with my family. Yeah, you got caught. <laughs> Well, good for the cops. I mean, they didn't back yeah. down and they didn't take the bribe. I mean, yeah. I'm going to make you a lieutenant in two weeks. Well, he can't. He's just on the board. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, still. Wow. The commissioner. Well, those are, those are the guys that always do it. I mean, they're the whatever they say. Oh, just, yeah. So he was given a misdemeanor citation for indecent or obscene conduct involving a sex act with a prostitute. Let me tell you something. You can grab him by the pussy when you're on the police board. You just grab him by the pussy. Grab him by the tic-tac. When you've got this kind of badge. Grab him by the ding-dong. You grab him by the ding-dong. Every, <laughs> everything's going to be fine. Uh, could I have your vote? By the way, could I have your vote? The lady's running from the car. Uh, I ch- what? Uh, mm-hmm. 7 a.m. Man, give it up for that sex worker. Yeah, seven a.m. She's like hours. she's like on she's like an hour. Well, maybe she's a first shifter. And maybe she was the maybe he maybe he was the first one. Yeah, she was fresh. Right. She was fresh. Or either that, or she's a third shifter and she was not fresh. Oh, he got the he got the the, the cut rate. Well, man, listen, she's up. I don't know what your clientele's like at seven in the morning. Well, he, I guess police commissioners. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of an obvious time to be with a uh, a hooker. Is it? Well, in daylight, that's my point. I mean, yeah. it's daylight. They can see you. Go to a park. Go to the woods. I mean. Well, you don't want to go to a park because there'll be kids at the park. And then you're compounding. Yeah. W- w- drive out of town. I, I don't know. I, it, it's like he, he seemed like a very lazy uh, solicitor of prostitutes. Yeah. Well, according to him, she just rolled yeah, right yeah. up on him. She rolled up on me. And, and, Which is uh, how prostitutes usually work. Yeah. They just invite themselves into your vehicle right. and start giving you blowies. But you got to put work into it. You got to have a plan and and or pay people off or especially if you've got a family. Right. So, you know, uh, although Tiger Woods, um, he would do it on the way to the golf course. Yeah. At, at all hours of the day. He was an equal opportunity. Denny's hostess bonker. He didn't care. He's just like, jump in my car and let's do it. Who was the sponsor? I am El Tigre. I am El Tigre. This is my Buick, which I don't pay for. You will now stroke my penis. Yes. And then he would relax. Thank and you, he, one-armed IHOP waitress. And then he would go shoot a 61. He was very <laughs> relaxed. I ran a batch off yesterday at the clubhouse just to see if it would relax me. And uh, 
I don't want to know. They fell story. off the toilet and turned an ankle. It was uh, horrible. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just seems like those guys in those positions of power, if that's what you want to call it, would have a better system. Remember the movie uh, Dave, or no, no, with the one with Michael Douglas, the American president. He was trying to get a date because his f- fictional wife died of cancer, and he, and uh, AJ, his pre- his um, his handler, yeah, he says uh, I'd like to go on a date. He goes, Mister President, if you'd like the company of women, we can make arrangements that no one will have to know. And he's like, I don't want a hooker, AJ. I want a girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know that this dude is looking for a girlfriend because he's already got a wife. Right. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so complicated. You think there'd be uh, a safe house or some? <laughs> well, how I'm, hard is it to not get caught with a hooker? Well, I we'll stay out of your car. Number one, that's my point. Go to a, an apartment. Just. Put a disguise on. I don't know. Well, it's 7 in the morning. Can't you get your wife to give you a morning blowy? No, that's not the point of those encounters. It's not? No. It's it's the... No. His wife is not giving him blowies. That's the point. Oh. Now, when you say blowy, was he getting a blowy? It says a sex act. Because that's... Listen to the language. Most guys... Um, you know, if you had to rate the, uh, that's a good way to put it, the importance of, of, uh, oh, no. sex acts. Yeah. Most guys put the blowy right up there in, in the one or two spot. Mm-hmm. Right. But listen. From my information, when they came upon his vehicle, he was having a sex act conducted on him. Yeah. Conducted on him. Right. Right. That's a blow. So it was either a blowy or she was tossing so some salad back there. He's not getting the blowy at home, and that's the point of contention. Right. And it's seven morning. He can't go to work on the police board of commissioners all pent up. Oh. <laughs> uh, is it was it worth it? Oh my right, goodness gracious. Right. Now he's resigned. There go the uh under the table. I probably went home and beat his wife. You know, the usual. Well, maybe they have an arrangement. Well, I don't know. I mean, there are... If they had an arrangement, wouldn't he be doing it at his house? I mean, if if there's one thing that is pretty much off limits in relationships that's right up front, it's it's the blowy. Right. Right? Well, getting a sex act performed on him. It was either a blowy, mm-hmm. and I refuse to believe it was a handy. Who's taking time out of their well, day for a handy? It's 7 o'clock in the morning. That's probably his regular blowy. I would assume that's on right. the on the reg. He was like, right. I go Monday, the, Wednesday, Friday. Right. They've probably been doing it <laughs> for 10 years. That guy's probably been hitting the same street corner. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe. To the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Community rallies around Vintage Spirits and Grill as it faces possible closure. Mm -hmm. So, this is it. Let's, should we do a dive on this? Yeah. Like the chief 
policeman of Detroit. Should we do a deep dive? Did you read the story first? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, listen, I got I got a C minus at broadcast school. I skipped the part about pre reading news stories. Yeah, we all noticed. <laughs> I like to just wing it. Yeah, we know. Ah. The Madison community rallying behind a beloved downtown staple that's in danger of closing. Vintage Spirits and Grill could be forced to close its doors as soon as next year if plans to raise the building and put up an apartment complex. Boo. But not if the regulars have anything to say about it. Are we going to have a good old-fashioned sit-in? That ain't going to matter. It was 2002 when a 24-year-old Brittany Kramer, her husband, Trent. very attractive man. Great calves. Huge veiny calves. Veiny. Trent and his uncle took a leap of faith. This place was the living room. Were you ever in the living room? No. You might I not have been old enough. I don't enough. think so, no. Yeah. Well, how old were you in 2000? In 2000, I was 17. All right. right. The place was the living room. Came for sale. We had the magical idea to start a restaurant. The place was uh, almost a 100-year-old building in the corner of University in North Francis. And uh, she's been a gas station, Mitchell's Greasing Palace. Look that up and explain that one to me. Nope. Mitchell's Greasing Palace? It's, uh, it sounds awesome. Is that a hamburger place? I don't know. It sounds slippery. And uh, Godin's... <laughs> what? what the... What? I got to look this up. <laughs> Hang on a minute. This is too good to be true. The Grease Palace. Shut it down. Fire it up. <laughs> Fire it up. <laughs> Oh, I put Grease D Palace. Hang on. Grease D. Uh, Grease Palace. I have no idea. I can't find anything. Somebody will call up and tell me. Oh, there's not. It's uh, must have not lasted very long. There's nothing. I can't even Google it. Yeah. You know, it did come up. The Corn Palace Plaza in Mitchell. Mitchell's Greasing Palace. Sounds kind of kinky. It, Was it a massage parlor? It sounds super kinky. That's why I'm intrigued. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing on it. Isn't that something? A greasing palace. What? Was it a, uh, uh, it sounds like a, where you get your oil changed. But why would you call it a palace? Fancy. I don't, yeah, I can't find anything. Someone's got to know about this. All right, somebody's got to help me with that one. Mitchell's Greasing Palace and uh, Godin's Fish Market. Uh, 21 years ago, Kramer and her husband, uncle, took control, turned it into Vinnie Spirits and Grill. It's still the same as it was 21 years ago. Uh, what a great what a great room. Uh, we expanded outside the group of this company, Vintage Brewing, and time frame being here. At the end of the day, this is still our baby, uh, but then they got thrown a curveball. Property owners at 529 UF are looking to sell the lot to Carry Group, a developer, planning to raise the building and put up a high-rise apartment. And I read that this apartment's not even going to have parking. Student housing, I guess, I take it. Yeah. Not like in, for Epic. It's probably more for right. student. We were immediately, we're like, okay, what's the offer? Because, of course, we wanted to be the ones to buy it, Kramer said. But, unfortunately, the offer was significantly more than anything we could do. <laughs> you think? Kramer stressed they've always had a great relationship with the owner. She didn't blame them for seizing a great opportunity. Uh, sure, I mean, when this news came out, what would a piece of land like that, it's not very big, be worth downtown? Because uh, the building's, building's
building's going to be gone. So yeah. you're just paying for the lot. I don't know, $2 million? Oh, yeah. I, I would say two. Vintage saw an outpouring of support both online and at the proposal's first presentation at the Urban Design Commission. People share their stories of meeting here, working here, and experiences they've had. It feels good to know those relationships have happened because of this place, this former greasing palace. Developer on the project, owner of the Carey Group, Kevin Carey, says, F you, we're buying the building and burning it down. No, he says the new building would help uh, to meet a desperate need for housing downtown. So we're going to put another boring glass building up downtown. Yep, yep. We're losing, let's ruin the reason everybody goes downtown. Right. As much as some people don't want the new development, their house at one point was a cornfield. And the people that live next to the cornfield didn't want that to go. But others to push back, citing the plants. Yeah, you're losing your your patio. We're, we're, you're losing all your patio space. It's like not. The sun's the, getting blocked out. The sun, I, that's what I said. Yeah. I was standing at Red Rocks. I'm like, I can't see the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, and I love East Wash, but. Man, pretty soon that's just going to be all. Yeah, it doesn't look. Rise. It doesn't look like Madison, nineteen ninety five, does it? No, it doesn't. Uh, 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 and yeah, that corner—that's a very tiny corner, so it's going to be a very skinny high rise. Well, where's the uh, where's the uh, GoFundMe type thing? What's I'm not seeing anything you can't about do that. anything. It would take a change of heart from the landlord. From the landlord, and they ain't gonna do that. What if we kidnap the uh, the the grandson of the landlord and hold him hostage? And then what? Well, you get the kid back when you turn the paper back over to the vintage. The vintage never owned it. The vintage no, always. When you resign the lease, you get the grandkid back. You're terrible at this. We need to infiltrate the family. <laughs> I'm your long lost grandson. <laughs> 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 so, anyways, they got to get feedback. Uh, next, they'll have to submit an official application, which will need to be approved by the Urban Design Commission. Yeah, y'all. I mean, I just listen. listen. So, somebody's going to have to, uh, there's going to have to be an inner uh, revolt or an inner. Uh, Didn't this happen to brothers? Uh, indeed. Yeah. Indeedy. I don't think you win. I don't think the people win in this situation. Money wins. A small bar versus a giant building conglomerate. See ya, babes. Yes. You know? It's true. Uh, we've lost a lot of these good little taverns because of that. Yeah. The that little corner there, that giant intersection at University. You know, Jay Wando. Let's talk about him for a second. He's the only guy preserving anything that looks like Madison down there. That's why he bought the Redshed building. Yeah. So they would because he probably saw it. He probably saw it coming. They were going to buy that whole corner. They're probably going to offer him. $30 million to buy Wando's in a red shed. Yeah, I I mean, I feel like it's just a matter of time. I feel like Jay is the only one that's uh, going to preserve all four. What's on the other corner? The key shop? 
I don't know. It's the other side spoken for. Yeah. That catty corner, that's, that's gone. It's going to start looking like Times Square down there, dude. Just tall glass buildings. Yeah. 100%. Everything new. Would somebody please call me and tell me what the hell a Mitchell's greasing palace was? I know. <laughs> I, feel, I, listen, I feel so dirty. I don't want to know because whatever's <laughs> happening in my head is. I don't want to live up to it. <laughs> please be dirty. Please be dirty. Please be dirty. Well, like it was the 80s. It was a crazy time. You could. <laughs> Have greasing palaces. Yeah, everywhere. I know. It sounds like a kind of a gay club or something, doesn't it? It yeah. sounds something something very uh, nefarious. Mitchell's greasing palace. Come on down, have a coffee, and get greased up. You go to work. Yeah, what is a greasing palace? Well, I, that could be an old drinking term, like like get greased up. A palace makes it sound like not a. Traditional. A, a palace makes it sound more like a, a bar with just a weird name. I don't know. But uh, I can't find anything, and nobody's texting in about it. But because it's Monday, and they're like, "Don't make me remember the greasing palace." And, unless now, now maybe I'm reading this wrong. Here's how the line reads. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Um, okay, she's been a gas station. Mitchell's greasing palace. She's been Gordon's Fish Market. It was a coffee shop. So maybe by them saying it's a. she's been a gas station, I'm reading that as it was a gas station and then this Mitchell's thing separately. Or, does, or do those two go together? Was the gas station Mitchell's Greasing Palace? Maybe it was. I haven't read them as two separate businesses. I don't know. I want it to be dirty, though, just because it's Monday and. It keeps me awake. Right. And it'd be like, man, they used to give handies on that corner. Isn't that weird? All right. Well, if we have to do a petition or something, we'll we'll see where it goes. But man, oh, man, I don't know how you fight the man on that one. When the university wants something done, it's... Yeah. You're getting the crosshairs. That's what I'm saying. You're getting the crosshairs. And, you know, the people that probably own that building want to move to Florida. They're just done. Yeah, they're just done. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, thank you, Kevin. He knows everything. I right, Uh, yeah, Mitchell's Greasing Palace, Robert Mitchell's Madison Service Station, oh. 529 okay. University Avenue. They're, during the 1920s, service stations evolved from curbside shacks to more attractive buildings that echoed, po- echoed popular residential architecture. Oh. Local wags called Mitchell's Large Spanish Revival Station with its five pumps and four bays, Mitchell's Greasing Palace. That is fancy. Well, oh, you got a picture? Kevin, you know everything. Thank you. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. That looks like uh, something being uh, like a gas station uh, uh, repair shop in Southern California with the architecture. Pretty cool, huh? You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. I love cats. I love every kind of cat. I just want to hug all of them, but I can't get hug every cat. Can't hug every cat. So anyway, I am a cat lover and I love to run. I'm sorry I'm thinking about cats again. I really love cats. 
Why is my wiener so small? When I get a serious craving for something I want to eat, I need some cheese, tomatoes, and olives, and maybe even some meat. I need some pizza, 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 pizza. pizza. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, cat chat. Unplanned cat chat. Um, so there's a family claiming that their damn cat was stolen by the pizza delivery. Oh, no. Driver. No. Lady. Hey, yeah. help yourself to one of our kittens. Oh, this is a family in Colorado. It's in Adams County, but it ain't like our Adams County. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, yeah, so they have a, a security footage to prove it. Mm. Driver from Domino's uh, dropped off a pizza. He got in the middle of the street when he saw the driver pull up. That's what Jennifer Chummel said of their cat, Pinto. In the video, Pinto, one of the several family cats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, I feel like <coughs> several family cats. Hmm. Hmm. It's a red flag. She petted him, and then a few minutes go by, and he's in the car with her, and they're driving off. They were delivering pizza to my neighbors across the street. You can see the cat approach the car and the delivery driver interact with Pinto. Another angle shows Pinto already in the car with a driver. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where are we gone? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then the video just shows the dominant boy like, I guess you're my cat now. Family is left wondering where their cat was taken. He was taken advantage of just because he got out. It happens. People lose their pets. Yep. But it's nice if someone returned him and, uh, yeah, didn't just run away with him. I don't know why my alarm's going off. Is that right you? Now. Yeah. It's very relaxing. Yeah, good. Glad you like it. Anyway, so then they went over to Domino's, gave them the video evidence, and they were like, hey, want my cat back? Driver tells me, you're accusing me of this and that, and I didn't do it. I was like, why well, a video of you taking my pussy? <laughs> you know, you can grab him by the pussy. Uh, you can trade a pizza for pussy. You can just grab it, and then they grab it, and then everybody's grabbing things. And then all of a sudden, everybody's grabbed. So um, this here local news station was trying to uh, razzle-dazzle the local managers there at mm. the Domino's to see if they can get some sort of cat out of the deal. But uh, that's where we're left. Cat's gone. Driver says she doesn't have it. So what do you do? What do we do? We've got video footage. Did you see the video? Yeah. What do you say? I think you've got several cats. Judge and jury, what do you say? Um, she definitely took the cat, without a doubt. Um, well, the cat went in the car. It's not like she... And the cat was in the middle of the street. Mm -hmm. At that point... I don't know. I suppose, like, if you're... Is the cat microchipped? Does the cat have a collar on? Why is your cat outside? Um, has your cat tried to run away with other people? How many cats do you have? <laughs> you seem fixated. <laughs> Coming up with a solid number. I, we will not render judgment. I got 42 cats. <laughs> you, and, know? Uh, you know, uh, cream puff. I can't help one guy. Yeah, I don't think they'd even know one of their cats was going. They only know because they got video. Yeah.
Or they wouldn't even have missed a damn thing. Right. Probably haven't seen it in a week. So All of a sudden it runs outside of the pizza guy. Right. And is this a case of, how does this work? If your cat's outside and someone thinks it's a stray and takes it. Well, no. I mean, no, you can't. Well, I don't know. Not if it runs out the door. Was it outside? Well, the cat, the driver sees the cat in the middle of the road. Okay. So I'm willing to bet that the the driver was like, oh, well, look, at yeah. this is a stray cat. Right. Running in the middle of the road, very friendly, probably hungry, whatever. Was the cat thin? Did it look like it needed veterinary help? Maybe that's why the driver's like, I didn't take your cat, because she's like, well, those people didn't take care of their damn cat. Correct. You know? I doubt that the driver took the cat and then threw him to a bunch of dogs to watch him eat the cat. Mm. I don't think anything weird and nefarious like that's happening. But I don't know. Besmirched by pizza person. Yeah, given pizza delivery guys a bad name. Yeah. I uh, uh that yeah, it seems like that would be pretty easy to to solve. And why would the pizza guy be so attached to the cat? To uh, is he admitting it or is he not? Is she? It? Is she? Is she admitting it? Um, no, she says it wasn't her, even though there's video of it. Sure. So, the, but the cat's still missing. Yeah. yeah okay. So well, this is a we're in a pickle. Well, but we aren't because not there's nothing really they can do. Yeah. Because the cat was in the middle of the street. It's not like the driver went into the house and stole the cat. Man, that must have been a good-looking cat. This cute little white and black one. Oh. You know what cats I like are the ones with little mustaches. Oh, like someone had a little Hitler mustache. It mm. looks like they've got. But, or a Charlie Chaplin <coughs> mustache. Maybe, I don't know why we always got to go to Hitler. Maybe that's what I'm <laughs> what is that? Oh, what, a, what an unfortunate... <laughs> Uh, what an unfortunate coat of colors. Uh, I, you would think that the person would be happy to give a cat back knowing it had a good home. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they'd be very happy to, to take it back. Unless it wasn't a good home. Yeah. Was the cat, like, thin and yeah. had boogery eyes and stuff? Mm -hmm. And so the person was like, well. Yeah. Sounded like me Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe that. Uh, because... The, Otherwise, yeah, most people would be like, oh, let me give you your pet bag. Well, yeah, most, it just most, leads me to believe that most, something was wrong with the cat. Most pet people are cool. Now, you've driven by a farm and reported malnutrition. I have. So that's yeah, good. Yeah, I got a horse rescued. Like if you saw uh, uh, like a, a, one, a, a toddler running down the road with no diaper on and covered in, in SpaghettiOs. Well, I can't just take him home. I would scoop that little bastard up, <laughs> take him down to child services, and I'm like, do not give this little puker back till we figure out if he's safe. Right. I feel like that's what's happening with the cat. That's what I, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, which is okay. It's, hey man, if the cat's better off with the pizza delivery person, that's fine. And then can, uh, is there a service, uh, humane, who can go in and check? Is that is that a thing you can do inside of a house? Uh, no, usually that's pretty hard to do. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. You, you got to have a good, you have to see a good reason, don't you? Right. It has to be visible. Yeah. From the street. You could go undercover as a vacuum cleaner salesman. Hi, I'm with Jehovah Witness. Mm. Oh, that's a wonderful line of vacuums. Uh, who also <laughs> has a vacuum cleaner in the trunk. They're not going to buy that. No. <laughs> Unless you have a clipboard.
All right. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Is it the brain screen? Uh, yes, it is actually the brain strain. How many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> How many fingers are in your mom right now? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had the wrong question. How many fingers are in your mother right now? Uh, excellent. Okay, you guys have a great day. No! no. <laughs> wrong answer! Wrong answer. Brain strain. I'm going to start killing people. <laughs> that... This whole break has been a catastrophe. Oh, no. It's horrible. Maybe you need to take a minute and just pause. Oh. Oh. I love candles. (laughs) The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.